Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, Hello. listener dear. <laughs> Hello, matey. How are you doing? <laughs> Welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flat Share, Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. And our guest today is the brilliant Eleanor Conway. Now, you're currently working with Eleanor, aren't you? You're currently working on her new show. I am, yes, and directing her new show. She's absolutely fantastic, so uh, I'm excited to have her on. If you're up in uh, Edinburgh or if you're at the Brighton Festival this year or, you know, if you're just in and around places where comedy previews happen and you see her on, please do go and see her. She's absolutely brilliant. She's fantastic. Um, We've known Eleanor for ages i think i used to do her late night gigs back in uh, edinburgh you know yeah, yeah, when, I, when i was back doing edinburgh and i, I wow, loved doing yeah. those gigs they were always always brilliant fun she's fantastic um, i'm sure you're going to enjoy this episode uh if you do enjoy this episode and you want to hear more of eleanor get yourself over to the patreon uh, get yourself to the patreon patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share where you can hear a full bonus beef that we didn't put into this main episode we recorded it just for you guys and it's not you know what we set aside a specific beef to be the bonus beef we don't go well which one didn't really work we got we we pick one we make yes. that our bonus beef and they're always really really fun so get over to the uh, get over to the patreon patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share get on with it and uh get on with it was that a note to yourself <laughs> It was me. I think. I think I meant to say get on it, but then also I was going to say let's get on with the show, and I was just like, "Oi, listen, oi, you! I don't want you you're fanning around with it at the moment, but get on with it and get, get on, on, on with it for, for the love of um, God." All right, let's uh, let's enjoy our, our lovely chat and solving some beefs with the brilliant Ella Conway. Get on with it. Well, if you got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you got a problem, call it a beef. If you got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you. Eleanor Conway, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thanks. So nice to see you. So let's just get down to brass tacks. As a person to live with, what are you like? Um, I think I'm great, but I think other people might say I'm a bit intense. Oh, this is what we like. Go on. Just describe what you would think as what you describe as great behavior. Yeah. But other people might describe as intense behavior. Well, actually, can I just describe it through the lens of sobriety? So when I used to drink a lot, I was a great housemate. Always, like, (laughs) I never used to harass any of my housemates. It was just free and easy. And then when I got sober, I used to care about stuff being done in the house, bins being taken out, stuff like that. And I would mentally keep score with my housemates. And I would take the bin out twice downstairs in the kitchen. And then I would sort of, every time I'd go down, I'd be like, somebody better have taken it out. And they hadn't taken it out. And I, it, was, it was a resentment building exercise. It was a standoff. When I was drinking and on it, I was a, like fun, fun 
housemate. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fun housemate. My housemates would come out and it'd be Monday morning and I'd still be on the stairs holding a bottle of whiskey. It was that kind of fun and they'd just literally just walk over me and go, all right, Conway. I'd be like, uh. So fun times. Like never okay. any, like they, I never complained about anything. Whatever they wanted to do, I was pretty easy going, mainly because I had an alcohol problem. But, sure, um, sure. <laughs> but, since, but then I got sober and um, the fact that the bins were overflowing, like used to cause quite a lot of resentment within me because I was the only one taking them out. So I became very sort of resentful and not and sent sort of passive aggressive texts. This is interesting because the, the, the thing I would imagine is, I mean, maybe were you the sort of person that got hangovers? Did you get hangovers or did you yeah. never stop? Because like, aren't you like, I think I'm at the, my, my, my most crotchety is when I'm hungover. Yeah, that for I, me. I can, uh, so, I can confirm. <laughs> but i i feel like i'm sure you were a fun um you know not wishing to make light of your um of your of your situation but i'm sure you were fun like in the drinking stage but yeah. were you, did you not have days of going this place is a tip and i hate myself no you know oh, wow. <laughs> oh my god well, Maybe I drink more. well, I don't know. I feel like there's a message in there, but I think I'm yeah, taking the wrong one out. I'm not sure it's the right one here. I'm not sure it's the right one. But now, have you pushed through that? Or are you are you still in that stage of being uh, very judgmental? No, I'm very judgmental, but I don't live with anyone. So I'm ah, I'm, I'm two modes. It. I'm two modes. I'm either super hyperactive in your face, or I'm like, leave me alone. That those are the two settings. And so, yeah, easy to be on your own. Yeah. What about you guys? <laughs> um, you, know, you know what no one ever asks us it's the first time anyone's ever bothered to take an interest in how we are as housemates I want to be yeah, special yeah, yeah. yeah well I mean you know we, we have we've lived together in Edinburgh we have um, yeah it's been a long is, time which, ago now which I would say a long time ago exactly Dif- very different uh, a, a lifetime ago it feels like but um, I would say Clarky was uh, very again very fun I think in your uh <laughs> <laughs> to, to use your your terminology, Eleanor, Clarky was very fun, and I think uh, I very was laid back. Uh, yeah, I almost I prone. Very, yeah, I'd say Clarky was probably the fun side, and I was like the opposite of that. I think you know, <laughs> what, you we were like, yeah, we were like Jekyll and Hyde, but two people, so not really, uh, <laughs> not really a remarkable and, story. And, <laughs> and neither of us qualified in anything. Yeah, yeah, neither of us was a doctor. <laughs> From the sorting out your beans. Right, are we going to be able to solve a few people's beefs here? I hope so. Oh, yeah, we've got to be able to. I'm sure we are. Um, right, shall we start with um, this one here? This is from Nick. This is a breakfast in bed beef from Nick via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Please get in touch. Nick writes, Hi. My friend and I went to Mac a few years ago and rented an Airbnb for the weekend. We decided to take it in turns to cook breakfast and on the second day of the festival and with quite severe hangovers, it was my turn to cook. Whilst I was lovingly cooking our breakfast, I received a WhatsApp from him asking if I could bring it to him in bed. I refused. As I said, I'm cooking his breakfast. The least he could do is get up and come and eat it. He said it didn't matter and that bringing it to him was part of the breakfast making duties. I maintain it wasn't and it isn't. Please sort this beef. Nick. Right. <laughs> Eleanor, what are your immediate thoughts? Is this from another performer? Mac, Mac Festival? 
Well, he doesn't say if he's a performer or if he is uh, just a punter. You know, people do go, obviously, you know, a, a large proportion of people who go up there are, are audience members. So he doesn't he doesn't say if he's another performer. He's yeah. not, he's not given us, he's only given us Nick. We don't know. I mean, there are plenty of, plenty of performers called Nick, but let's not start calling them out now and suggesting they are. <laughs> I know who it is. This is definitely, let's just say he plays Mr. Swallow. You don't need to know any more. He's in Ted Lasso. Just don't need to know any more about it. Would it change your answer, by the way? No, I was just wondering. Are you just okay. like, what a very sort of inside thing to say, like at Mac. Like, I don't, I had to figure out what was Mac and then I realised, oh, I'm I'm not getting booked at that yes. festival. That's why I don't know it. Um, <laughs> it is, a, it's, a, it's a very sweet festival um, in Wales that uh, Pappies have performed at. We've performed there a few times. That's why he's very he's very casual about it. But you're absolutely right, Eleanor. Bring in the people who don't know what Mac is. Thank you. Lovely festival in Wales. And I could imagine if he was there for the whole weekend and rented an Airbnb, uh, Nick is living way below the poverty line currently because they are exp- <laughs> it's expensive. It's expensive to, to get your accommodation there. That Right. So this is my theory, right? I think his resentment stems from the fact that he didn't ask for breakfast in bed first oh and he's annoyed he's annoyed that he's now like someone's seen not loophole but someone's gone yeah like i want breakfast in bed and obviously that was an assumed part of the service which he didn't assume and if he did assume it he would have he would have probably asked for it so it's just himself he's angry at he's not i i i I see that (laughs) argument eleanor and i raise you this the person who's making these rules made the breakfast the previous day so he's changed the rules of the game oh. midway through the game. Because right, the, the person asking for it in bed is the guy who made breakfast on day one. So yeah. he should have brought it to Nick in bed. Or if Nick wasn't in bed, said, get into bed and eat your breakfast. Because that's <laughs> your the co- are, your, your breakfast no, 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 on your well, pillow. It depends on what the command was. Let's call this other guy Tom, right? So Tom sure. made breakfast on the first day. Yeah. Um, then Nick should have requested the delivery point of the breakfast it's not it's not tom's fault but nick just assumed that it was going to be delivered to the dining room or wherever right but then if if right here we go i'm 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 going to go back to a phrase that i think um he says bringing it to him was part of the breakfast making duties that's what our tom character has said here right bringing it to him was part of the breakfast making duties he's set up this like established rule or he's behaving like it's an established rule but he's behaving like it's an established rule after the rules have already kind of been sorted out, right? By Tom himself, the day before. I think if Nick is truly resentful against Tom, then he should really think about his part in this and whether he should be sharing with somebody with such... um, I don't know if Machiavellian is the right word because I can't remember (laughs) what it means. It's it's, it's actually (laughs) McUncliffean. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's what the festival yeah it's the, it's the Machiavellian festival um, uh, so, I tell you what my, I, I have a different issue with it okay and my issue is that part of making breakfast well part of that is like the communal eating of it and the fact that you're then like <laughs> you got in bed with him, you got in bed yeah, with him. well there we go if we maybe if he, he'd have gone come, come and join me in bed let's have our breakfast I that might have been that. a nicer <laughs> i'd be i'd be absolutely delighted if if you know what i would be absolutely delighted if someone said i'm we, we're going to eat it in bed together if you're having a little mates away away weekend and you get to <laughs> snuggle up in bed together that's lovely <laughs> To, you know, it's a, a true B and B. 
Complete ex- horrible. <laughs> it's you know nothing you know purely purely platonic. Mm. You know there'll be there'll be there'll be no touching. We'll we'll assume that um, uh, our friend Tom here is is wearing you know pajama bottoms at the very least. Um, you know, pr- preferably the the full the full uh, onesie. I feel like this is not. I feel like shared a bed. When was the last time you shared a bed? Platonically. Platonically with somebody. <laughs> Um, that's a really yeah, good like question. A that is a good question. I, I used you're, to you're do You're making it. it sound like it's normal, but like I have not shared a platonic <laughs> I, bed with somebody in a very, very long time. I you're used like, to do it normal. a lot. I'm like, is I'll it? I'll tell you, on the, like gigging, I did it a lot because it was cheaper. <laughs> did you not do that overnight no. so, and you would you would share a bed with somebody? I've, I've got a long, a long list of, of comedians that I've slept in the same bed as just because... It I've was, seen all the know. notches, yeah. <laughs> it was easy and it was cheaper. And I thought, you know, I like this. Also as well, if you stay around somebody's house and there's a there's a sofa, an uncomfortable, mm. lumpy sofa, or they've got a double bed, what's wrong with a bit of, you know, you can top and tail if you're, if you're worried about it. All the uh, key bits are still facing each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I, can I'm, still tessellate that way. Am I? Am I? Is that weird? Like you were such a hippie. You're a hippie. <laughs> I'm a hippie. Yeah. Go back to the sixties, you fucking I, hippie. I go to. I go on holiday to a lot of kibbutzes. Is what I do. Yeah. No, I. I think that's nice though. They're. 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 Fre- it's. It's friendly, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with with a, a bit of friendly. Also, I'm not even. I'm not saying they should sleep together you know fall asleep together i'm saying sitting in the same bed if anything tom's under the covers nick's over the covers but they're just both sharing the bed they're both propped up on the pillows i think it's a nice way to share some breakfast but i i going back to the the core issue here as well i do think that the breakfast in bed even though i kind of get that it's like come on it's just you know you're serving it to me in the kitchen or you're serving it into me in a bedroom. It does feel like it's much of a muchness. But breakfast in bed is a special thing, isn't it? It's like yeah. on someone's birthday, it's you're, like, you're right. I'll give you breakfast in bed. It's it's a, it's a an elevated thing. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. I think it sets too strong a precedent for the friendship. You know, <laughs> next thing you know, you're having little special away days together just for fun. you know like you you know you have to suddenly you're having to remember each other's birthdays and then you've got like you have you celebrate the anniversary of when you, you first met and all that kind of stuff i feel first like first time you shared yeah. a platonic breakfast in bed <laughs> <laughs> all the key moments of your your relationship together so so you you ben yes and, hello and you believe that uh that the, the 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 person who's demanding the breakfast in bed is in the wrong I think you know. I don't think. I don't think it's a. You know. I don't think it's the worst thing I've ever heard. But I would put it in the top five. <laughs> well, where would it come in that top five? Yeah, go on. It's number talk, two. It's number talk, two. Yeah. Talk it's, us through the rest of the top five. It's true. <laughs> tell us what. Tell us what is just beating. <laughs> the Hindenburg disaster. What? What are you? What is it? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nine eleven and then this. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Eleanor, what is the right? Nick has asked for us to, to to sort this beef. What is your advice to Nick? You ba- you basically sort of said you've got to you've got to think about the kind of toxic friendships you're developing here. Is that was sort of what what you you, you started to say? Is that is that your think, advice? Well, yeah, I think Nick is um, maybe a bit stressed. 
Sure. Maybe if there's a third morning, he can redress the balance somehow. Mm, yeah. I wonder if um, they went this year. Because the, the Mac Festival has just happened. We're, we're recording this in May. It happens yeah. on the bank holiday weekend. Who knows? Nick, I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love to know. So if there's a <laughs> third weekend. Please your, keep me updated. <laughs> What's, what's, I'll so tell what's you what, we'll discuss it over a nice platonic <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Nick, I, I, have you got a house? Have you got a housemate for next year's Mac? Because I'm going up on my own. I know a very nice Airbnb. We're all going to be in the same accommodation, like at the start of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, it's a very nice one bed. <laughs> Go on, sorry, sorry, Sleep Ellen. What do you think we should do on the on the third uh, on the third uh, day? Look, I think Nick needs to lighten the fuck up, to be honest. Um, <laughs> honest. It's like, if that's what's bothering him, like, honestly... I, I, I think you may be tugging at a thread of the format of the entire show here. These <laughs> won't be... These, these tend to be slightly trivial matters. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say, sorry, P.S. Also, he has been stealing money from me, ah, okay, which, okay. against my knowledge, for the last 15 years. <laughs> Do you want us to deal with that, that as well? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to like kick over the sandcastle. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> apologies. Yes, and. Um, so what do I think? If there's a third day, then um, why do they, why do they meet? <laughs> why don't they meet? Um, why don't they meet, make each other breakfast? If there's only one day, make each other breakfast and then take it to each other. Okay. How does that work? <laughs> I don't know. It's just <laughs> evening out the beef, I'm afraid. Just or, or, pour the, the breakfast soup straight onto their bed. <laughs> I mean... That's all I got. That's all yeah, I got. No, no, yeah. I think say his bed on fire. Well, yeah, there's, there's, obviously, there's obviously the there's obviously the the, uh, the mafia technique of you know leaving a what's 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 more breakfast related than a, a, a pig's head? Leave a pig's head in his bed, make him an offer he can't refuse. Um, bacon, I, I, yeah, bacon an offer he can't refuse. Um, I I think I think Nick is in I think Nick is in the right here. I know you say Nick needs to chill out. I think Nick is in the right here. I think uh, his friend change the rules and you can't change the rules if nick you know if if uh, this tom character had delivered the breakfast in bed to him then he'd have every right to say do the same for me i think it would have been weird to deliver it to him in bed you know i just i, I also think it, you know like unless you're asking to to uh, you're right clark unless you're asking him to join you in bed it's a really, it's a really mean-spirited way to receive breakfast. No matter how hungover you are, to be like, shove it under the door and fuck off. Did he? D did he actually deliver it, it to him in bed? In the end, do we know? No, he he didn't. He said, "I refused." As I said, if I'm cooking his breakfast, the least he could do is get up and come and eat it. I mean, he doesn't say with me, but that's what he's suggesting there. Um, he said it didn't matter and that bring it, bring it to him was part of the breakfast-making duties. I maintain it wasn't and it isn't. No, I don't think you're a couple on their anniversary. I think Nick is I think Nick is in the right. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, uh, you know, special things got to remain special things. And if you start, if you start just banding around breakfast in bed like it's just an everyday thing, then it yeah. ruins... You know, Mother's Days when when the children bring up breakfast for mum, you know, and all of that. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's but like, oh, do you want to go madness. for a drink? And him getting like a, a, a champagne bucket with ice in it and putting a bottle of champagne. You can't exactly. have that. We've lost, is, we've lost know, our yeah. minds if we're living no. in that kind of a society, you know? You need to, your special things need to remain special things. It, it, it speaks <laughs> to a bigger point. Is this the anal of um, breakfast making? <laughs> I don't know. This is it. It's absolutely. It can't special be for day. every single, every single day. Careful what you're doing with that sausage. <laughs> I believe I believe Nick is in the right. Although it would have been lovely if you'd enjoyed a, a breakfast together in bed. Beef solved. Beef solved. From the sorting out your beef. Beef solved. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I've got one. Um, it's from Jordan. He says, hello, pappies, plus wonderful guests. That's me. Ah, I have a long-term beef with my parents. I moved out in 2017, but still go back a couple of times a year. Every time I go back, I remember an, an irritating issue that can be easily rectified. There are no bins. Not that there are none in the kitchen or none in the living room, etc. There are none in the whole house. They have an open plan living room slash kitchen with a side door that leads outside where the wheelie bins, rubbish, recycling and garden, the big three, are kept. Their reasoning is you can just go outside and put it directly in the wheelie bins and that having bins in the house looks messy. However, often they can't be bothered to go outside, so rubbish just collates by the door. I've complained about this, but to no avail. What can I do? Many thanks, Jordan. Oh. That's mad. Uh, um, yeah, that is mad. Um, Has anyone ever known that before? No, no bin in the house. They they, they started doing it. They started doing it in offices, didn't they? Do you remember Did they started they? doing, yeah, like in, in offices about like 10 years ago. I remember going and working in offices where they were like, no, we don't have any bins in the office. We've only got like like one communal bin that's just outside of the office so that it's not so i think i think it's a sort of part of a, like a recycling drive it's so that we can sort through what you're doing when you get it out there you've got to you know sort of divide it up and start start like that but do you know what when i when i heard when i when i heard this as eleanor was reading out it does seem like a bit of a utopia because the bin is grim isn't it it's a grim part of 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 the of, and if you can if you're if if you're on the you know if you're on the ground floor and you're able to get out to the bin and do it that's great however the problem is 
they're not doing that yeah well, human, not, humans are lazy we're lazy this is it we this are lazy so I've got a great solution go on and it's inspired by my my I used to go around to my nans and one of the big treats if you went round to to my nans back when she was with us uh, was uh, you could go and throw rubbish down the rubbish chute Oh, it was cool. really, really exciting, right? You could throw rubbish down the rubbish chute. Now, this meant leaving leaving her flat, walking around to the big communal bins, throwing rubbish down the rubbish chute. It was it was the sort of prized, the, the prized task of me and all my siblings would love to do it when we went around to see, see our nan. And um, I, I think that's what you need to do. You need to get, uh, like, make a hole in, in their wall nearer to the bin and <laughs> install a chute, right? It- if they're on the ground floor, though, it's hard to get. It's hard to get that. You're gonna have to do it in the second floor, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. You're gonna have to cut the stairs. <laughs> yeah, the you know what we said? Rubbish goes out the bedroom window. <laughs> oh no! Have we gone from breakfast to bed to rubbish in bed? All right. No, I've got. All right. In which case, then, yes, this is. No, I've I've I've, I've solved this bit as well. Even okay, better. Great. One of the other great joys in life is ever getting to use a dumb waiter. Right? Have you ever got? Have you ever used one? Yeah, you know, so dumb waiter. It's one of those things they use in like um, they used to use it in like restaurants or silver service, where you put something into a sort of into like a hole in the wall. You pull some ropes and it goes up to the next level, right? Yeah. So what you're doing is you install a dumb waiter for rubbish. That when it gets to the top, it tilts down the chute and into the bin Ooh. who's not going to enjoy using a dumb waiter every single day of their life what if the cat gets stuck what if the cat goes in it by accident well then it's, then it's cat bin lady 2023 20, <laughs> isn't it I mean with a, with a sort of less less uh, upsetting video um, I mean the, yeah I mean sure I think you'd, you'd realise what was going on the bins are open right You'd hear the cat going up, right? Oh no, actually, I tell a lie there. Of the of the dumb waiter as you put in the ropes, it does sound a bit like a cat. It's, it's particularly squeaky today. I thought there were no flaws in my dumb waiter. In there's at least one in, story. I thought there was. A, yeah, <laughs> I thought there were no flaws in my in my dumb waiter into rubbish chute uh, plan. But you've 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 clocked it. If they've got a cat, we can't do it. No, it's fine. I think they had the cats in the in the Victorian times, and that's when dumb dumb waiters were at their height. I think. It's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely were cats. They were definitely domesticated cats around. So you, you don't hear many, you know, uh, Charles Dickens uh, isn't littered with stories of a cat befalling a sort of dumbwaiter-based fate. So I think you're all right. I think you're okay. Um, yeah, what's what's your... Because I, 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 I do respect them. I do respect the parents for not having a bin in the house. I don't. Oh. Go on, Clarky. I think it's... I think it's... I think it's madness. I can see it. I can see how you would you would get as far as almost not having one and then go, oh, actually, this is a really silly idea. Or even like the first week of not having one going, you know what, actually, let's just get a little bin. Just so it's just got a little, <laughs> a little, a little, one. <laughs> a little journey on the way. And then maybe get another bigger one beside that because the little bin wasn't quite working out. <laughs> And then let's just let's just bring the wheelie bin inside. Maybe that's the solution. Let's just live in a bin. Should we just should we just do that? Should we just you know those massive bins that they used to have, like uh, you know the, the enormous big metal bins that we'd have outside school. Did you yeah. did your school yeah. have those big, the yeah, enormous yeah. metal bins? You could comfortably live in that. Especially you know I don't know how old uh, Jordan's parents are, but you know we're we're 
assuming they, you know, it's not like they need a lot of room. If it's just, if it's just the two of them. <laughs> Jordan's moved out. He's not taking up much space. I reckon that's all right, isn't it? Get his parents to live in a big bin. Solves both problems. Solves Jordan's <laughs> problem of wanting them to have a bin. And it solves their problem of not having a bin in the house. When the bin is the house, there is no bin in the house. Sitting your parents it. down and having that conversation with them. I think it's time that we moved you both into a bin. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like it. I like it as a plan, man. I don't think it's a very good plan. I think just okay, get a all right, all right. Just get a bin. <laughs> I think. I've tried to solve this. I've tried to solve this on. on yeah, I've tried to help Jordan's parents out twice here. First with my dumb waiter into sliding uh, rubbish chute. Secondly with my live in a bin plan. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm fresh out of ideas. <laughs> I can't work with these two naysayers. <laughs> I think Jordan should just accept that his parents are starting to go a bit mad. And they've got their own rules and they live their own lives in their house. And him or her, I don't know if it's a woman, them getting angry is just, just spend less time with your parents. That's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's only doing do. it twice a year as it is. But I mean, yeah. Once. That's, it's what a lot of people say when their parents pass away. <laughs> I just wish I spent less time with them. <laughs> You know, <laughs> turns out they're, they're an absolute nightmare. Why, does, why don't they? Why doesn't Jordan invite his parents round their place, where there probably are bins? That, yeah, show them yeah. the better life. Uh, oh, do you think? Do you think they've not seen bins? Do you think that's what the problem is? <laughs> they just need to see how like efficient and like cool they are, right? I'll say one thing that's annoying about this for Jordan is that he moved out in 2017. Okay, so that's a, a, a while ago now. We're talking, uh, uh, you know, we're talking six years ago. He moved out. Do you think it's in it's it's in the last six years they've decided to go with this no bin system, right? While he was still living there, I bet they had a bin, right? And what's the worst job as a kid is taking? You know, if if you don't have a rubbish chute, taking the bins out is the worst job. So num the number of times Jordan has probably had to take the bins out as a kid only to go around his parents' house on his, you know, his twice yearly visit and realise they've got rid of the bin entirely. What next? Wanking in every room of the house is allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get... Well, the thing is, right, if, if you have a packet of crisps in their house and then you yeah. eat the crisps and then you've got an empty crisp racker, wrapper and then maybe like you'll peel an orange and then you'll have some orange skin and then you'll put yeah. the orange skin into the crisp packet so therefore the crisp packet is a mini bin oh now hold on this is this is That's interesting it. so it's basically it's like the old woman who swallowed a fly yeah but you have to consume increasingly bigger things which i can do i will tell yeah, you that absolutely. <laughs> but hang on, but what, what do they oppose do they oppose an actual bin or anything that acts in the manner of a bin. It's a very good point, you know. Like, Excellent. do they, they? They say the bin looks messy. <laughs> We've all been to to uh, Thorpe Park, Alton Towers. Would a big frog with its gob open? Would that be? You know, that's a talk, that's a conversation piece. If it's something that you know that looks good, surely that would work, right? Get yourself right? a yeah, yeah, and, a fun bin. And how do you... Sorry to cut you up. And how, no, I'm very impassioned by this particular beef. <laughs> and how do you differentiate between, like, a bin, which holds holds stuff, to, like, I don't know, like a jewellery box or, like, one of those cups that you put rings in or, like, a cup that you put, like... 
paper clips you, in or do you know the answer to that uh, I think it's quite an obvious one it's got rings in it the box full of rings is the one you're not chucking away at the end of the, the week <laughs> I think you know what I mean no I do know I do know what you mean are they against all receptacles of the things to things. hold other things yeah <laughs> and then what do they think about arms arms hold people are they Absolutely. against them <laughs> The body bins, actually, a body, a body bin's different for me. Yeah, you just hate food waste. Don't I'm, you? Bas- I'm basically just one big body bin. Oh. You are one big body. Could Jordan's parents live inside Clarkey? <laughs> <laughs> the options there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I've got a situation at the moment where I have two very small children, and as a result, are they yours? They are, they are, yes. I made them myself with the help of my wife. Um, And in fact, she did, I'm going to say, most of it. Um, That's very gracious of you. I'm going to say it. I'm not not afraid to say it. My wife did, I would say, 99% of the work. Uh, 99.5, maybe 99.9. But it does mean that as a result of um, at least one of them full-time being in nappies, the bins are a little bit now we had we had a nappy bin for a bit in our bedroom which is where the, oh. the baby was getting changed and oh my god oh my god it was so it was so grim because it's supposed to be like oh it's got a sort of a special flip top lid where it seals it off and you don't of course you yeah you get human shit <laughs> of course you're smelling it <laughs> it's full of human shit and it is a meter and a half away from my sleeping face when i go to bed at night it's like of course this is this is the smell you got a non-sweet shit bin <laughs> i've got an non-sweet shit bin yeah and I'm in not a lot of ways you live in the yeah. dream <laughs> yeah no no i wasn't using it like uh, i wasn't using it like i this get thing's, short in the middle of the night stinks. <laughs> no you're putting you know, and also you're you're tying up the you know you're tying up the, the nappies into scented bags, but still the scented but you know scented bags the scented bags are basically weeping as you as you open them up and put a nappy in they go why and then you tie them up and shut up. But we we now use sometimes sometimes the downstairs bin will have not for a very long amount of time but long enough will have a pu- a pooey nappy in there and I think if I could just be rid of bins. I'd be so happy. You, but you, no, you'd be you'd be in a room with loads of sewage. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just have. They'd just be pooey nappies on the stairs. It would just be awful. Yeah, pillows full of shitty, <laughs> shitty. My other daughter things. building an igloo out of them. You know, just like basically, it would be it would be bad. Yeah, uh, an igloo, igloo, an igloo. No, no, you, you know. No, I tried. We missed that. We missed that. Um, yeah, I think I think it's I think it has to be it has to be a bin. Could you could that's you buy it. could you buy them bins for I mean it's a bad gift I, yeah I know but that's could you that, buy I them mean, a bin that, that at was, Christmas I that bought my, my mum f- a bin for Christmas <laughs> Did you, there we go all right talk us through it how does she react she was not that like, she already had a bin she had a bin <laughs> and I bought her a new bin um, was it was it bigger was it nice I mean it, 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 nice I think I, it had a used. lid it had more of a lid her one was her one was broken so I oh I, that's look, fair they, enough no no well like, you know I'll be honest with you guys I used to be the person that used to buy Christmas presents two hours before New Year's Eve sure. uh, Christmas Eve would close right so I'd go what do you need and then I'd look around and go you need a bin I'll buy you a bin yeah she wasn't happy <laughs> no fair fair enough but that's just reminded me of something. What about, because Clarky, for a while you had one of those exciting bins that was like motion sensitive, wasn't it? It did, yeah. What about 
getting them a bin that is sort of so exciting and gadgety that come on at least one of your parents will be into gadgets right you know like a transformer you, bin you, exactly get them a trans <laughs> get them a transformer bin and just say look turns got- into a car drives itself out to the big bin <laughs> <laughs> all done. Sorted. Turns itself into a rubbish truck. That's exactly what you want. Drives all the way to the tip for you. I love it. Yeah. No, I think that's I think get them a get them a gadgety type bin and see how they react to that. I don't think they would like it because they're against the concept of bins. <laughs> I think that that's you know a what? fair. You know I what, Eleanor? That you've done me there. My cocky response to, to your wife is a is a ring bin a, is a ring jar of oh, fuck. <laughs> My cocky response to uh, is a, a ring box a bin. I think because you've you've hoisted me there by my own petard. Um, I yeah. actually know the solution. Oh, cool. this um, is what we need. You'd need you'd need like um, oh well, there's multiple solutions. There's a, You'd need every piece of rubbish would need to be taken out individually. Now, obviously, they're too lazy to do that because they're human. But what about one of those like Hoover things that kind of electronically, you know, those th- little disc things, like or a like Roomba. a robot? Yeah, or like a robot. <laughs> like a, what about a robot? Like a Wait a second. I think we're all what assuming this is going to be a much better plan <laughs> when you started it. What about one of those? What about uh, what about a robot? Also, you shut down a transformer and then went back to a robot. <laughs> no, no, you no, see no, transformers? No, 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 no. You They're robots in disguise. <laughs> no, what about a I... robot out of disguise? <laughs> Come out of the closet, mate. Be a real robot. Admit to the world who you are. It can't be a bin. It has to be a robot that takes the rubbish out piece by piece. Because if it takes the rubbish out in real time, then there is no place for the rubbish to get collected. I see. Right. I see. I see. I see. Right. So, are you you're looking for a robot that can Sex pick doll. up rubbish? Yeah. Well, let's see. Of course, obviously, and obviously, service both your parents, Jordan. Um, yeah, it's got it's got to it's going to be able to. It'll be the pick threesome up. they've always wanted. Listen, I, I'm I, I'm sorry. I have to veto this. That is for special occasions. If we start having these things for everyday items. That way madness lies. <laughs> it's got to be able to pick up the rubbish. It's got to be able to open a door. It's got to be able to then dispense with the rubbish, shut the door and lock the door again. Why don't it's, they have another child? A child could do that. Okay. <laughs> Jordan, how old are you? How old are your parents? We know you moved out in 2017. <laughs> are they still of a child bearing age? You, you know, um, you could have moved out. You could, you know, could have moved out at 11. We never know. We don't, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Slave. Give him a grandkid. That's right. Give him a. Give him a. Yeah. What you're doing is I've already explained how tough it is to have a bin with little kids. So you're making Jordan's problem even worse. Don't just not give them a bin. Make your bin full of shit. Beef solved. Proper sorting out your bin. Clarky. Yes, mate. Have I got a beat for me for you? <laughs> Is it a beat from me? I mean, I've got loads of beefs with you. I can, I can, I can dash one off into a WhatsApp pretty quickly if you want. <laughs> no more today, thank you. Okay, okay. Joke beef from Ben, not me. Oh, it's a hello, beef from you. Cross Park Larky, and patient hello. guest. Uh, no, we don't have the par part of that today, unfortunately, but yes. Long time listener, long time writer here. I've literally been doing it since school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, amazing. 
thank you. My particular beef concerns a joke I wrote and have indiscriminately inflicted on multiple people since. The problem lies in the fact that while I believe this to be a very good joke, everyone I've told it to, including friends, colleagues, my son, and my partner with whom I also work, disagrees often profoundly. Obviously, the problem must be with them rather than the joke. And as veteran purveyors of divisive and disputed comedy, I felt like you would be the most appropriate arbiters of this long-running quarrel. Here's the joke. I guess you should probably pause the recording at, at this point in order to avoid wasting tape on all the uncontrollable laughter that you're about to endure. Okay, here we go. Are we ready? Strap in. Why was Sean Connery locked out of his house? I don't know. Why was Sean Connery locked out of his house? He had quiche for dinner. I think you've got to do it in the voice, Clarky. Come on, give us it. Give us the. He had quiche for dinner. He had quiche for quiche dinner. Quiche for dinner. He had, he had quiche, quiche for, for dinner. dinner. I okay. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I I read that. I read that earlier and didn't understand it, but now I, I think I do. I don't is get it. Is it? It's. I think he is saying that if Sean Connery were to say the word keys, it would sound, it would like, sound quiche. like quiche. Right. It's he really, had quiche for dinner. Right. Two things I would say is get rid of the for dinner bit because the for dinner is confusing things. Right. Put the funny bit at the end. Right. This is what this is, you know, this is joke writing 101. You put the funny bit at the end and the funny bit is, is quiche, right? It should be. I mean, it isn't, but it should be. Um, and then you, so he should say, uh, because he'd eaten his quiche. Because he'd eaten his quiche. Right. Quiche. It's, I mean, that doesn't make, doesn't make, that actually isn't better. That isn't better than, no, than yeah, quiche I, I, for dinner. Because he'd eaten. He'd quiche. Eaten, he'd eaten some He'd eaten his quiche. He'd, He'd eaten, eaten his quiche. quiche. I think the problem is it doesn't sound enough like keys. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's certainly one of the problems with it. <laughs> what we need to do though is get the uh, get the other guy from uh, the, from uh, the, uh, the James Bond movies, the bloke Jaws, right? He eats metal. He's dead. I know he's dead. I mean, so is Sean Connery. Oh. I'm still allowed to do the joke. Um, <laughs> The uh, right. Why did the guy who, who plays Jaws? Oh, way to find out, AA leather. Did you not know? <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. No. Uh, he choked on some keys. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's a terrible tragedy. So I'm not laughing. This show is. This joke is in very poor taste. And I tell you what else but tasted poor. His bloody keys. True. Oh boy. Anyway, he finishes C. Right, I look forward to you voting in my favour and proving me objectively correct. Love you, bye, Ben. Brackets, Bristol. Why was the bloke who played Jaws out of, locked out of his house? Because he ate his own keys. Because he loves the taste of metal things. <laughs> it's not an improvement, but it's not, it's not worsened it. <laughs> Which I mean, is what that's... I say after I've done punch-up on a script. <laughs> Listen... Can I have my money, please? I, I didn't improve it, but I've added more words. That's what you want, isn't it? It's not better, but it's different. I've made it a different thing, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, it's a tricky one, isn't it? If oh, you get a tremendous tricky. amount of pleasure from telling the joke, what you've got to bear in mind is, are you getting pleasure from people not enjoying it now? Has it gone to that level, uh, uh, Ben, that you're getting the pleasure from pe- saying to people, here's a terrible joke, what do you think about this? I mean... That's because then then you're just then you're punishing other people. But if you if you seriously think it's a good piece of material, I reckon the like the rule is really I think give it sort of five or six tries, and if it's not working, it's not them, it's you. Go back, give it a few more drafts. What other things could have happened to Sean Connery? Does he have to be locked out of his house? <laughs> Are there other things that he could say that sound a bit like other things? I mean, we already know that the. the, the the tennis. What time does he play? What time does he play? Uh, yeah, good. Racquetball. Yeah, yeah. There must be other words that Sean Connery says with the Ugh sound that you can, you know, you can go back to. You sound like a really positive, like English teacher when you're presented <laughs> with a student who is clearly not talented, clearly failing. You're like, oh, you captain, my in? captain. <laughs> Or the students getting up on the table is like, you've got fucking D's, man. <laughs> this guy's fucked your GCSEs. Yeah, actually too much positivity from a teacher, it can be a problem. He just told you to rip up his books and then add nothing. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it's, um, you know, how like the anti like, you know, when, you know, that sort of bad comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Where, right, hang on. You know what? I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm hoping that if I start saying it, one of you will jump in and be like, and then have the idea at the end. Okay, Basically, well, let's hear what the what, let's hear what the scaffolding of the idea is, and let's see if it, if it triggers anything know. with myself or Clarky. I don't know. I just felt a vibe. That's what I meant. Oh yeah, I yeah. Just felt we, a vibe. We give off that vibe of people who are about to talk. <laughs> yeah we're not having a conversation we're waiting for you to finish speaking it's that kind of a vibe yeah we've Is got four other things yet? that are not especially related already locked and loaded in our brains ready to start talking about i just start talking about my favorite quiches um um you know when like stuff isn't funny but then because it's not funny everyone thinks it's like cool funny but it's not even oh, funny yeah 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 yeah, yeah you yeah. know like that bad comedy some some people are on tv because of that and i will, will never say who but they're the, terrible the, but it, they the do anti-comedy that sort of comedy comedy is that what it's called anti-comedy comedy yeah yeah the sort of anti-comedy do you think actually if um if you i mean i think there's two, the, the problem with this is it makes too much sense so let's change the celebrity okay let's get rid of the celebrity let's make it a different a different celebrity right. uh, why was stephen mulhern locked out of his house he had quiche for dinner <laughs> now suddenly we're working with something here people are going what <laughs> God, it's such head-scratching comedy. It's really like it thought-provoking. It must be. I don't get it, so it must be clever. Yeah. That's, it's Emperor's New Clothes uh, type comedy. That's it. <laughs> we had and the I alternative think, comedy of like the 90s and 80s or whenever that was. It's This is the, this is the time. This is the alternative to the alternative. I think that's it. And, and, and of course, you know, with that kind of comedy, a bit of repetition, you know, like you can really bludgeon people with it. So you do a, a variety of different celebrities all locked out of their houses with different <laughs> reasons okay so you've got why was michelle obama locked out of her house because she'd recently bought a tandem bike 
Mm. You see, like, and again, like, people are going, what? What's going on here? This doesn't make any... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Got it. Um, yeah, and then, you know, we, we could go on, basically. It just, you know, you can just randomly generate those jokes after a while. <laughs> and I think, actually, Ben, I think we're going to be seeing you with a Channel 4 sitcom within 18 months. <laughs> if you get out on the circuit with that kind of gear, I think you've got what it takes to go all the way. All the way. I, we're going to be we're going to be seeing you prefaced by a uh, a man swimming in the snow. That's what I see in your future. I um sorry I went slightly quiet during that because I think there's maybe a wasp in my room. <laughs> <laughs> so why has Ben left his house? <laughs> <laughs> why has Ben locked up his house? He's scared of a wasp. <laughs> See, Megan, you're right. Do you want to? Meg, Megan has. A, she's like, never leave the, never put the light on in the bedroom and leave the window open. I've done exactly that. Because and, and now attracted a, attracted a little wasp. Well, if you've got a wasp, you you know, like if you have a wasp at like a picnic, don't you have to sort of take out something sweet and you know, like a quiche, <laughs> like a lovely sweet quiche. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Get get. Have you got like a can of, of fizzy pop in your uh, in your fridge? Clarky. Uh, yeah, go, but then can... do they like? I've only got, <laughs> I've only got Coke Zero. Oh. Will that oh, do the same job? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. You have to ask it. Let me say to the wasp, "Are you a Coke Zero fan?" <laughs> Does it look like it's a? Is it a wasp that looks like it's sort of looking after itself? I think it's one of those. I think it's one of those flies that look like a wasp. I don't think it's a wasp. Yeah, it's got a striped well, body, but I don't think it's it's threatening. Like a hornet. Oh God! <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's like gigantic. <laughs> I think you'd be fine. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'd be fine. I'll just be in trouble. Is is all? It'd just sting you, won't it? You won't die. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I think in a lot of ways, it's the only way I've got to learn. I actually think you're making too much out of all of this. <laughs> Where is it? Like we don't see it. Oh is there God! Really one I I had I had eyes on it. It was down there, and oh. I turned back, and now it's gone. What you don't realise is actually that Ben is actually quite af- afraid of creepy crawlies. Ben is a. Oh. You're a bit of a, a, a bit phobic of creepy crawlies, aren't you? I am. I I, I am with. Uh, I am definitely with spiders. There's also one of them down here. <laughs> well, the sp- that's what you need in this case. If you've got a fly, that's a good point. I a spider is exactly your. A spider is your friend here. Mm. See if you. Right. Or, or the other thing is, if you can't, if you can't get uh, a um, a can of coke or the spiders catch it, see if you can coax it into the dumb waiter. You can do that. <laughs> Up to the next floor. So the, the fly, the, uh, the, uh, the cat will eat it. Right, w- give me one second, I'm going to shut the window. Yeah, you, you shut the Trap window. Yourself Trap in. yourself in with it, mate. Yeah, good, good call. <laughs> <sighs> right. <laughs> Did we solve that beef? Uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think this, Great. we've solved the beef by saying it's a bad joke, Ben, but it needs to be even worse. Yeah, if you're going to make a career it. in comedy, you know, you can't, bad, <laughs> bad jokes are not enough. They need to be appalling jokes. They need to be abysmal. So it's a great start for your first ever joke, but keep on, keep on writing and make sure every joke you write is worse than the last. And uh, good luck, man. Can't wait to see you on the circuit. <laughs> beef solved. From the sorting out your beef. Beef solved. Eleanor Conway. Now you've seen our beef solving abilities they're finely honed do you have a beef currently that you would like us to solve yeah there's okay fuck i don't want to say it though because what if they hear it oh no 
Well, oh, don't, don't worry what, about that with this podcast. Sh- yeah, sh- <laughs> I would say change, 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 change the names. Change. I don't know the names. Some of the. Some okay, of the, well, okay, so in, that, in, case, in my tenancy contract, there is a very strict "don't leave anything outside the front door" rule. Right. Okay. Seems totally fair. So I've got a couple of beefs actually. There's no, there's a no Airbnb rule. You can't Airbnb flat sure. out. Um, there's a don't leave anything on the balcony rule except for two chairs and a table and there's a don't leave anything outside the front door in the corridor rule and my neighbour has left they've left um, they've left a peloton box outside the flat door for like three or four months what a show off what a bloody show off that they could yeah. afford a peloton and that they're using a peloton. I mean, they're not using a peloton. That's a clothes horse by now. It's been out there for two months. <laughs> but it's on the balcony. It's one of the chairs. <laughs> but, I, but I really want to tell them something. I want to say something. But um, I don't want them to complain about me because I have. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't want them to complain about me. <laughs> sure. No, no, absolutely. I, I, you don't have to explain why you don't want people what complaining about you. That's, 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 I, 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 we, we get that. Yeah, yeah. You've, listen, I, I absolutely... Do you know what? I, I think that's not a terrible... What? It's not a terrible rule to have in What's life, that? actually. And I, I, know, I know it's sort of... But, like, I, I do this a little bit, and I'm trying... Well, I don't do it as much as I should, but I'm trying to do this now, where if I see something around the house and they go well look at that you know well, what's going on there I then go if I'm thinking that my wife must be thinking that 300 times a day about everything else going on so you think what's the what's the point in making this the issue yeah. when there's you know it's you know it's let's deal with the deal with the beam in your own eye before you start looking for specs in other people's it, that's that's the problem but at the same time, I do understand why you don't want a big... It's a peloton, but it's going to be huge, yeah, isn't it's it? Massive. It's it absolutely massive. It, 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 it doesn't it, bother it, me. I just see it every te- time I go out. <laughs> and it's, It doesn't bother you, but it's, it's, it's death there. by a thousand cuts, isn't it? Every time you leave the house, it's there. It's a, you know, like, it's, it's not, it's not current, like, you know, it doesn't make you sort of apoplectic with rage, but eventually, one day, you're going to snap. You're going to kill them in their beds. You, exactly. And we, we've, got to, we've got to nip this in the bud before you do it. My, ni- my oh, death in bed. Yep. That's a luxury. Isn't it? <laughs> that's it. What a special occasion it will be. Now that's the anal. That's the anal of the breakfast world. I just can I just say as a caveat, um, that was I'm definitely not going to kill my um, neighbours. I just want everyone to know that. Thanks. Sure, sure. So when you eventually do, this <laughs> sure. won't pin pin the murder. This will be proving my in- innocence. Chilling, chilling moment when murderer confessed on Little Known Alleged Podcast. Murderer. To- giggling idiots yeah when alleged murder sorry sorry innocent until proven guilty absolutely right oh my god no I would never do that no and also as well think the body was found in a very poorly buried peloton box (laughs) I think there's there's a great pleasure I, I get great pleasure in breaking down boxes oh yeah treat yourself take the box away and break down the box yourself well I thought I I Take all your rage out on the box. Just take it outside, stamp on it, shove it in the recycling. Well, I was thinking about knocking on the door and, and sort of passively, aggressively going, um, do you want me to help you take down that box? I can take down that box for you. And then they'll go, do no, it. no, no. And I'll go, it's been here for four months. Yeah, do it. I think you, you might be surprised. They might not even see the passive aggression there and go, oh, what a kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we keep meaning to do it. We keep forgetting. And then you can just do it and, you know... 
you know, like F you and set fire to it I'll and be resentful. put it outside their window. Yeah. I, I would say if you want to, if, if you want them to truly know, you know, for them to truly be taught a lesson, what you need to do is buy yourself a Peloton <laughs> and put the box outside your door. Yeah. And then they'll know, they'll know the feeling. Or maybe just Fight put the Peloton, Peloton outside, just do my Peloton outside the front door. <laughs> no headphones I mean that the reason to get a Peloton is so that you can tell everyone you've got a Peloton <laughs> and the box is a pretty good way of telling everyone but nothing better than having a Peloton but then also as well people complain about it go oh it's for everyone to use if anyone wants to use the Peloton in the co- in the corridor they can use the Peloton in the corridor except when I've got it booked and then have like a little booking sheet and your name is just on every single <laughs> every single you know, oh so it's booked up for the next six months but as soon as I'm finished with it you can How would I it. stop the peloton getting this stolen? They're quite expensive units. Chain. They are, yeah, they yeah. Are, a yeah of, that's a couple a of grand, point. aren't they? Oh, I can't afford I a think, peloton, yeah. guys. I can't afford it. No. I mean, not, not many people can. Oh, I can't. I think you've got to. I think you've got to. Right. I tell you what you've got to do is you've got to get like a cheap old, um, like a cheap old exercise bike. Yeah. And then just uh, stick a big calculator on the front and hope no one oh, is notices. Oh, is that what a Peloton is? <laughs> right, right, Peloton, right, Peloton down the side and uh, win Tipex and hope no one, no one or, looks yeah, too Yeah, take your phone to the front of it with a video of someone shouting at you to, <laughs> to cycle harder. Yeah. Because this, this is going to... Not only, not only, Elila, are they, they you know, over a thousand pounds. You have to have a subscription once you have it. Why? Which is like more than like my my monthly gym membership. How much? So so you, you just kind of sign into fiddle. It's a fiddle. That's why it's it a goddamn fiddle. I think it's like it's in excess of thirty five pounds a How month. Do you know? Once you have it. Oh, I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> the box is still in the corridor. Yeah, the peloton's still in it. <laughs> But that subscription's paying for itself in, uh, in smugness, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let, I'll let the neighbours know. Yeah, yeah. I, I... Go on, go ahead. Well, do you start filling the box with stuff? Oh, what about with... I could fill it with rubbish. Yeah. Absolutely. Or what about... What about... Or like inverse Great Escape style. No, because you're going you're gonna to make your own corridor stink. You don't want to cut off your nose to spite no. your face. Inverse Great Escape style... Well, if you cut off your nose, that's when Yeah, you make, fill, the, fill the corner with rubbish, slice the nose off your face. Um, I think remove a bit every time, like a little bit, you know. Of the box? Like the inverse great. Yeah, yeah. Just take a tiny bit of the box and see how long it takes you to get rid of the entire box. A it's little project. It's, it's not a bad little project. A little project. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, yeah, okay. <laughs> I tell you what, right? I t- I've got, I've got, yeah, I've got. Right. If you don't like that as an idea, I've got a worse Hang idea. On, there's better, there's better, there's better Take, uses of my time. I'm not going to lie. This is right. Okay, what about this? You, 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 you nick the box. Yeah, right. I was about you that. bring it into your, bring it into your flat. Yeah. Okay, and uh, every every day, every every or every week, you make them a lasagna, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's made of the box, right? So the sheets of it's just sheets of the box, and so and so they end up eating back the box 
that you that has been you know stuck in your stuck in your craw. I don't want to kill them. That was the, that was definitely one of I my. I think you can eat. I think you can eat. No, you don't, like I think you can eat a, a small amount of cardboard. Yeah, um, every week. If it's if it's survive. soaked in a in a delicious bolognese Bechamel sauce. sauce, yeah, absolutely, mm. yeah, of course. Go down a tree. I, I thought you meant I should steal the box and then hold it, like hold it, hold it hostage for ransom. I don't think you. No, I don't think you're going to get any money for that box. <laughs> Just to fuck with them, it might be fun to steal the box, yeah. put it in your flat for a day. And then put it back the next day. <laughs> that is a head fuck. <laughs> they'd just, oh, they'd just be like, what? No, because then they would look at the cameras and they'd see that I'm a fucking nutter. <laughs> there are cameras. Probably. Oh, Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Defo. <laughs> Now right, you okay. tell me. Yeah, what you've got to, what you've got to do, you've just got to spray, you know, spray the camera with black paint. You know, wear a, wear a mask, spray the camera with black paint so no one knows what's going on. Right. You know, like the, the classic the, heist I know, I know, style. This, I, live in, I live in a very sort of surveillance, lots of cameras area of London. So I'd have to, how the fuck would I emerge all dressed in black? I'd have to go out of the city, come into the city all dressed in black. Yeah, yeah. In order Do to enter this is the my plan. flat. <laughs> this is the plan, yeah. But yeah, the thing yeah, is, I yeah, won't be able to yeah. use my key because then they know I'm a resident. So I'd have to yeah. follow yeah. in in a balaclava. So you'd, you'd, you'd have to, yeah, as, someone is, as someone's going into the flat, you dressed all in black with a, with a face mask on going, sorry, do you mind if I go in with you? <laughs> I do live here, honestly, I do live here. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just think I just maybe got to like meditate on it or something and just, yeah. you know, just... On the box. If you do well, meditate or break dance. <laughs> I love a break dance. Lots of great uses for cardboard. Um, I think that is. I mean, we've we've given you plenty you to work on, but uh, yeah. Think about that. So, I hope I hope that's helped really, you. So much. Uh, beef solved. Thank you, um, Eleanor. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. It has been fun. Where can people find you if they would like to hear more of you, see more of you? Where can they find you apart from obviously in your in your corridor, <laughs> glowering in a box <laughs> with a balaclava on, black spray, spray paint all over your hands? Well, I am on TikTok and Instagram at Eleanor Conway, and uh, yeah, I'm going to be at Edinburgh Brighton Festivals and on tour later on this year. So I'd love to see everybody there. Brilliant. Well, we'll stick your TikTok and your Instagram in the show Thank notes you. for the show so people can find you. Uh, Eleanor, thanks so much for coming on the show. See you soon. What a show! What a show and what a fun person. Love chatting to Eleanor. Yeah, loved, uh, loved solving the beefs. Um, if you would like a beef solved on Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold Cuts, then send it in to beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com and we'd, we'd love to hear more beefs. We always appreciate your beefs. Uh, again, I'm going to do another shout out for free range beefs. Free range oh, beefs. That I, love, just I love a free range beef. I love beef. a free range beef. Take it outside of the realm of the it's, flat. It's very exciting for us suddenly getting, you know, getting these these free flowing, free roaming beefs. A bit it's of fresh air. Joy. It's yeah. nice. Get a bit, feel a bit of fresh air. We're Finally, yes. flat all the time. A like little bit of vitamin D for the boys. A little bit of Vit D for us. Send us some Vit D in email form. <laughs> Beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. But of course, any beefs set in and around your house would be also very much appreciated. Right. I've got an email I wanted to, to read out. Oh, um, yes. Uh, this is an email we received at uh, pappysflatshare at gmail.com. Please do get in touch. 
another great way to get in touch with us yes gorgeous way to do it dear ben matthew tom and emma in order in which the names appear in the bible probably haven't really looked into it when i was at school there was a lad that consistently called me pete i'd assumed he was messing around but i once overheard him talking to someone else about me and he said his real name is simon but i call him pete my name is james cheers everyone bye <laughs> <laughs> Still a, still a fan. Any more of your uh, incorrect name shenanigans, we'd love to hear about them. Uh, do get in touch. Pappy'sFlatshare at gmail.com. Um, what else needs to be said? Um, we love you. I love you as well, Clarky, and we oh, love all you. of the listeners. We do. Um, we, we love all the listeners, and we love each other, and uh, you should too. So uh, have a wonderful week, everyone. We will see you next time on the podcast. And until then, this episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.